The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. True Believers, welcome back. It's another episode of Wait. Did I roll a wild? Wait, the power phase. <laughs> oh yeah, the wild ro- roll. Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavlog. I'm Tim. I have a computer. And with me tonight is Dan... The guy that sits in that chair, Cole, all the way from upstairs. Yeah, whose computer constantly reflects in his glasses. Mm, that is Ba-ding. true. I do always turn down the brightness of my screen so people can see my beautiful oh, blue eyes. That's a good idea, especially since mm-hmm. the page I'm looking at is mostly white. That's also another thing. You got to go dark mode on Chrome. That's a, that's a huge, huge, huge part of it, especially when like you're in a book club and you don't want to seem like you're like an anime villain. Like pushing up your glasses that are like all like stark white. Oh, does he look like Kevin from Sin City? Yes, actually. Or the professor from I was thinking Weapon like X. I was thinking like any evil dad that runs a corporation in, in anime that always yes. has a yeah. Well, I'm just trying to change the reference to what I understand. Oh, gotcha. Fair. Super fair. <laughs> it's like the one aspect of nerddom I, I'm not into is you, anime. You also always have to push up your glasses with either your middle finger or your ring finger for that. And that's just that's so unnatural for me. I always push up my glasses with my tongue. Uh, yeah. But, guys, anyway, we are here to talk about a dragon. whole bunch of stuff this week. Oh, Beef Dragon, hello. How are you? Welcome to chat. We're going to talk a little bit about Taylor on Wednesday, streaming some terrain making. We're going to talk a little bit about, oh yeah, the power phase this week, where Chuck and I threw down and Chuck got obliterated. Um, And I'm sure that he will want to relive that experience over and over. We're going to talk about the What If event that is going to be coming up on May 28th. Uh, at Bearded Dragon Games and Hobbies, where we're going to be running the Adepticon 2022 What If event uh, at our L- uh, local game store, our LGS. We're going to have some people from around the community showing up to that one, so we're super excited. It's going to be capped out at 12 people, so there's a Longshanks link in the description of this video and of this stream, so make sure to check that out and get signed up if you want in for that, because it is going to be a very limited event. In addition to that... I'm signed up. We're going to be, you are Mr. Bad, was it Dan Bad GM Cole or Mr. Bad I think, GM yeah, I think it was like Dan that. Bad GM Cole. <laughs> Super excited. Can I play that. in that event? You can. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to TO it. I think I'll be streaming it as well. And uh, potentially Danny might. I know she talked about really wanting to be able to commentate on it. So, but we'll, all we'll depends see. on kid coverage. That's true. Just put a tarp <laughs> on them. <laughs> it's fine. It covers them. Feels fully. like that. Um, in addition to that, we're also going to be talking about some of the spoiler-y stuff that was dropped this week uh, from Atomic Mass Games, potentially... Hidden re- the pseudo-reveal. Talking about some new characters that might be coming out with I some silhouettes. I feel like it's not a spoiler when it's from the company that makes the game. It's just so, a reveal. I just didn't... Well, and it wasn't revealed. It was like not-ish revealed. We know who they are. We're, we? we're fairly certain. I Listen, I think there's... I think he... I think it could still go a couple ways. Still go a couple ways, I think. I'm Any- locking it in when we get to that. Okay. I'm going to make my call. <laughs> Big Chuck call of the week. I'm always, we added up to come. We learned I'm always wrong about it. So, you know. Oh, then I'm going to need keep to keep it up. Then <laughs> you're going to be wrong about it. I need to clear what you're going to say. Cause there's a character I'm really hoping it is that I feel is people are pretty confident in at least one of them being that said though, uh, we're also going to talk about uh, a little bit more about the what if event and some some absolutely wild combos, some wombo combos. Wombo combos. If you wanted to, uh, you know, potentially go and play and try to draft those particular characters to bring some absolutely baller, wamby salamby affiliation tactics cards along to play with them. 
First up, though. Oh, Tactus cards. Let's get right into it, Dan. Which one? Hobby thoughts. Hobby. Oh, yeah. What'd you do this week? What'd you put together? Did you assemble? Did you dry fit? Did you paint? Did you dry brush? Did you oil wash? No, I don't have any of those. Oh. Uh, I painted up. I got Nick Fury and his grunts for you to use. And then you promptly forgot to use the grunts and then got Nick Fury filled like a noob. <sighs> so. I did all that work for you and he did, you just let him die. And didn't even put the grunts on the table because you didn't read the thing. So uh, well, let's make a disclaimer right now. Right now, guys, everybody, you may not have known this. We've talked about it uh, a couple times, both on stream and on this podcast. Grunts come into play with their parent character. Don't at forget. deployment at deployment. Yes. Don't forget that. If you do, Nick Fury will die in round two, and you'll never be able to get your own grunts on the table. Because well, he has to spend three power to get him on the table otherwise. Correct. And, like, he's got decent stamina. He's got okay attacks to build power, but, like, they would have been huge in that event. In yeah. that, um, having them, even just to hold your back gamma shelter so things could have moved up, like... Well, they can't secure. They can only... Oh, that's true. They, they can, can only, only pick things up. Extracts, yeah. Uh, so they could have had some hammers. <laughs> Shield ages with hammers. Right. Could you imagine if Chuck's and the hand ninjas got hammers? Mm, I mean, they were already rolling. Bombs. Exactly. Bombs. But you know what? Let's get into that right now. Let's start with that. Normally, I like to end the show with that. We already kind of jumped in anyway. Yeah. So Chuck and I played a game this last Monday. And oh, yeah, the power phase at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. That is every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can catch us there live from Bearded Dragon Games uh, playing some Marvel Crisis Protocol. And I brought a shield list. Chuck brought a new Shadow War uh, criminal syndicate list. Yeah. With uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, Elektra. Uh, I like that new Daredevil a lot. Modoc and Bullseye? Yes. Because yeah. it took me a long time to figure out. I was like, who's his two points? Where? And he was hiding behind a rock. Yeah. <laughs> and we played Gamma <laughs> Shelters and we played Hammers. I brought a shield list that had um, Nick Fury Jr. No Grunts, though. Uh, Miss Marvel. <laughs> Uh, it also had a two-point Black Widow as well as... War Machine. War Machine and Iron Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Another one. Uh, it's the first time I've brought Helios Laser Bombardment and didn't use it. You didn't use it? I thought I you used it like round two. No, that was the, uh, oh, the other Nick Helios Fury's Laser thing. Bombardment. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the, sh the Shield bomb Bombo Blast. The Shield Banana Smoothie Twist. The Shield Wombo Combo from the Helicarrier. It really is, yeah. Uh, and uh, the super cool thing about that, and granted, I found this out kind of as I was playing the card. Uh, surprisingly cool. Being able to apply Incinerate on an AoE or Bleed as Ooh. an AoE. Being able to choose the type of damage it does or a type of attack it is. I always find it so Super funny fun. that we go over these cards mm -hmm. on the show. We read them multiple times. We read them out loud even. We discuss yeah. them. And then you get to the game and you're like, oh, that's what it does. <laughs> Yeah, and not I'm not saying you like you as in no you. Uh, collective you like I'm always like oh that's what it does that's cool you very targeted <laughs> to me also is accurate as well so <laughs> scorched earth I I will say uh, the new daredevil is insanely offensive some of his new tactics cards as well are awesome to see on the table especially if you can get those hand ninjas within a certain range of him or the target uh, Chuck's hand ninjas themselves did work regularly rolling like four to six successes on attack rolls uh which was choice choice nick fury got wiped off the table pretty quick yeah you just didn't treat him right i didn't i didn't he's pretty uh, tanky he was is it four three four, four for three, defenses four yeah. But yeah, I mean, Electra did her thing and was just like, I'm going to stab you right here. Then you're going to die. Yep. Her and Pale. And, and thankfully we did, uh, I, I believe actually, Dan, it might have been you or someone else in chat. Let us know that when you activate the parent to a grunt, the grunt activates first. Yeah, that wasn't me that time, but someone did. Which was actually very good for Chuck. In that particular activation, he was trying to make sure that he could impale down with Electra, Nick Fury, who had just flipped to his injured side. So having the hand ninjas be able to get two attacks off first, both of which found purchase and got damage through, to be able to soften up uh, Nick Fury Jr. was awesome. Yeah. And then being able to finish it with an impale. And then being able to move because he had, uh, was it Bounty Hunter or Vendetta or something along those lines? He was able to use a tactics card to then get another medium movement and uh, get another attack off on, on my Black Widow. It was solid. Uh, um 
Shadow. What's the Black Widow thing called again? Shadow War. The Shadow War affiliation is stellar. As oh. far as the tactics cards and stuff that it is able to use as long as you have Daredevil and Electra. On yeah. Table. Super <laughs> maneuverable. Like, what? what? <laughs> but and that'll be I think that'll be a popular one for what if as well, because mm -hmm. Criminal Syndicate got some ha, already had some great cards like Shadow Organization. Yep. And um all according to plan, and they got some real bangers added as well. Yep. With Shadowlands Daredevil. He's oof. That pack has some really nasty cards in it. And S.H.I.E.L.D. has some great cards as well. A lot of them are very similar. They're like common tactics cards that people would normally take, kind of like a med pack and uh, a reposition and things like that. But they're always like just slightly better. Yeah, they're, I would almost say weirdly better, but because they're affiliate specific. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. To if me. there's someone that's going to have general use tactics that are just slightly better than everyone else's on the street, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they've, Fury. They've, they've drilled those things into people hard to make it's sure that, that they, in fact, uh, work. The commitment that AMG has with this game to mm -hmm. fit the character and all these little things like Nick Fury coming with 10 tactics cards. Because, of course, he has a plan for everything. It's Nick Fury yep. Jr. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was super fun affiliation to play and a little bit of variation, too. I really like that uh, Agent Widow's in there. Uh, the Iron Man and War Machine are in there, too. Actually makes me really happy. I love seeing those two teamed up, kind of back-to-back, -back, just blasting fools. Um, <laughs> they are fun to play together just for the visuals. Yeah, well, and there's just there's a little bit of synergy, too, with Iron Man being able to repulsor blast people into place to get off some really cool Metal Storm beam attacks oh, yeah. with uh, with War Machine. For, for six points for the two of them, uh, actually surprisingly lethal and really tanky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For physical defense on both with invulnerability. Awesome. And decent health for for three threat. Mm -hmm. And war, I love Iron Man's push. Yeah. I never rolled that wild to trigger it, but I like the idea of it. Well, and granted, playing him in shield here was a little bit different. Uh, it's also super cool to be able to include additional characters in the shield affiliation uh, with the. Love that card. Initiative. Initiative. Uh, unaffiliated card, which is super fun as well. Uh, oh right, I couldn't remember what the affiliation ability was. I taken a look at the card now. I, I do like Nick Fury's affiliation ability as well. It's just yeah. kind of cool. Well, the fact that you can get victory points off of it if you are down, that you're never really out of the fight because you can catch up just a little bit. And actually, those games where it's close, uh, the Nick Fury affiliation ability works even better uh, by being able yeah. to keep you right in it. I like that a lot. I don't think I'll ever remember the other one. If you have equal number or more VPs in your opponent, when an enemy character damages an allied character with an attack, the allied character can spend one power. If it does, after the attack is resolved, the allied character can advance short. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one I would never remember. Like I, once a game, uh, and it correct. will be not a critical moment. Uh, yeah, I did not have <laughs> the ability to use that power as I was uh, crushing my opponent throughout the entirety of the stream. But And you lost Nick Fury in like round two. I, yeah, that too. So I, maybe that's a bigger part maybe of it. Maybe it was three. Maybe that was a bigger part of it, but, uh, you know, got to get my digs in where I can. It, yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, you don't need a leader where we're going, which is victory town. That said, make sure if you haven't already to give us a follow over there on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We can over check us out victory every town. Monday. Uh, and listen, the flavors choice at victory town. Pretty sure I'll be playing this Monday. I think you might be too. I'm not confident in it. But that's my expectation. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking about playing this Monday? Uh, probably my. Uh, if we want to go big, uh, we can also go home. Uh, mm. The favorite character at every threat level list. Oh, we could do that. With what would I have? Uh, who's my two? Oh, Rocket, Lizard, Venom, Ghost Rider, and Magneto at twenty threat. So, which I actually really like for what if? Yeah, all Brotherhood. Yeah. So I had for that Bullseye. I forget who was my three. I also forget my four. My five, though, was Scarlet Witch. Yes. And my six was Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster. All right. I definitely don't remember your other ones. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rob was asking something in the chat there. It says if an allied character is damaged... Think it's by an attack, you can pay one to move short. Yep. 
All right, let's get into some of this rampant speculation. Oh, oh yeah, wild speculation is kind of our jam. So AMG, the Atomic Mass Games themselves, posted a silhouetted picture this week. I love these things. Of, oh my gosh. Man. I was hoping we get the, the revealed image today because it's usually pretty quick turnover. Yeah. So, you know, hope crossing fingers for tomorrow. If you are listening to the podcast version of this, which comes out on Tuesdays, uh, we stream it on Thursdays. The podcast version comes out the following Tuesday. Know for a fact that uh, anything that we said here, if the information has been revealed since uh, we stream this live, uh, these were all jokes. Unless funny, they funny were accurate. jokes. Yeah. <laughs> if they're accurate, um, then uh, we're the best. Oh, yeah. Then we're psychic. Like Moondragon. Yeah. Uh, so our sweet image here uh, has two silhouetted figures among a cosmic background, which is, and then what is clearly Thanos' throne, mm -hmm. giving us a little hint. It uh, could be, now to be fair. Could be a boat. No. Well, it could be. You know how much we've always wanted one of those. But that 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 uh, silhouette in the back might not be Thanos' throne. Could These be Lockjaw's lock tuning fork. Uh, so Super zoomed in. These could be really tiny models. Helicopter! Let me get there! <laughs> so I just kept cutting These you are off. These particle heroes that have been shrunk down to the microverse, and that's actually Black Bolt in the background looking at them through a cage, being like, oh... Look at my little playthings, because he can't talk loud because he's, he's Black not, Bolt. I don't. I feel like Black Bolt wouldn't do that, but I, <laughs> I like how we both went the same way yeah. here with the, the, the tuning fork thing for Inhumans. Uh, but yeah, my immediate thought seeing this was Moon Dragon on the left. Mm -hmm. She's got a bald head. She's got a feminine figure. She's got energy stuff around her. She's a psychic. She's got what looks like a cape. Uh, I think that is 100% Moon Dragon, or it could be Iceman. It's definitely and those not, could be ice things around. Yeah, definitely not Iceman. But I, <laughs> I honestly was kind of throwing uh, a hail mary, and maybe not even a hail mary, with the release of the full uh, Thor: Love and Thunder trailer this week. I thought the model on the left could have been maybe a Gore the God Butcher. I think around the the neck you see kind of a cowl, which they've kind of made that be part of the aesthetic for the Pulled Gore the that, God like Butcher down. Yeah, I I don't. I don't dislike that idea, except yeah. we haven't had releases coincide with MCU stuff at all. Right, but 2022, <laughs> honestly, this is the time for MCP releases alongside movie releases, and I think this will be it. That would be cool. Because the other character except it's could kind of look like Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, that yeah, she's definitely got a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that one threw me at that's first. That's a hammer or like a, a spiky 7-Eleven cup. Yeah, oh, yeah, she or just maybe. crushed that cup. Yeah. Showing off her strength. Yep. With that big gulp, which is going everywhere. Mm -hmm. That one threw me at first. My, my initial thought, I looked at this and I was like, Moondragon and I don't know, maybe Adam Warlock with long hair. Yeah. He has a cape and the, the character on the right definitely doesn't have a cape. But I was like, I, I don't really know. And then other, once people had other suggestions I saw online and looked up images, I was like, oh, okay, it's definitely that character, which so, I know you're pumped for. Uh, so, yeah. But so, I'm not going to say the name. I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> so I'm really nice hoping, man. and I, I've messaged a lot of people very specifically about how much I will flip out if it is this particular character. If it is Black Swan, I am so hyped she looks awesome so hyped uh the uh, infinity saga or the the secret wars the the 2015 version of secret wars is one of my yeah. favorite storylines of all time With I, and I'm very legitimately one that i'm regularly comparing right along uh avengers versus x-men as uh, your tops yes what was doctor was he god doom in that did he have a special name like that kind of so yeah so um he ended up becoming like the the god king of battle world after yeah, yeah. that whole event happened and all of them smashed in together he kind of like took bits and pieces of all of the worlds that were destroyed and made his own like little battle world it's so good yeah the, that <sighs> mini series uh i remember when it was coming out i love um i think it's a sad i don't know how to say his name is that ribic Yes. The artist for that was one of my favorites. He his stuff is top notch. So I grabbed those issues as it came out and the story's really cool with the with the Thor core. Yes. <laughs> his, his police 
Force it's just a bunch Thors. of variant Thors from all different universes, and the um, wall of the city is the thing. It's Ben Grimm who thinks he needs to protect everybody. So oh he's yeah, like super complacent with it. I loved the throwback to the original Secret Wars with the inclusion of Molecule Man, who like was huge, disappeared from comics forever, and I mm-hmm. love that inclusion. And then like Doom is with and uh, uh Sue Storm, like yes. he's with Invisible Woman. They're a couple, and like. He, he like Doom got everything he wanted and he is literally a god. And I love how he wears all white to be like, because he's he thinks he's the good guy and everything. Yeah. Super cool story. But now I'm trying to find the stuff that leads up to it that you that makes you love Black Swan and the Black Order so much. Because I never heard of those characters until Infinity War. I, I had never particularly cared. And honestly, I had never really heard of Corvus Glaive or Proxima or Black no. Dwarf or Ebony Maw before never this. But in that particular story, uh, they had this incredible thing where effectively the Illuminati made like a deal with Thanos and the Black Order. And they're like... Yeah, these words are worlds are colliding to each other into each other at all these incursion points. Uh, we need someone to just go to the other planets and just murderize them. Do you think you can do that, Thanos? And Thanos is like, yeah, but give me Wakanda. And they're like, okay. Seems worth it. So they do. Black Panther gets a little mad about that and leaves the uh, Illuminati. But <laughs> um, just a little mad. They they do some just absolutely incredible stuff here. I believe they kill the internals, which the black swans were like super important in. So the black swans kind of as a whole are kind of like an intergalactic, like uh, of obviously an Avengers level threat version of the Black Widows. They're like this entire group of people that are just metal. So Black Swan is a Black Swan, like Natasha is Black Widow is a Black Widow. Correct. But she ended up becoming, I believe, like the last one. Most of them died, I think, while killing the uh, Eternals. Okay. So they were uh, Dr. Doom's like disciples. And one point, uh, they are just baller 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 so black swan is a favorite for the character on the right almost mostly because of those like tenderly things coming like off of her shoulders behind her she doesn't have a cape pretty clear uh and all the images i like i just looked up some pictures of her and i was like oh that's definitely her she's got the hair so a lot of people thought she the character might have a cowl but i think it's just her long hair and then she a lot of things show her shoot like shooting lightning from her hands yes which looks like we have the energy signature for that uh, more or less. So I think 100% Black Swan and Moon Dragon. Mm-hmm. If it's not them, uh, I'll be very surprised and I'll be elated if either of them are Iceman. So here's the thing about the one on the left, the one that a lot of people feel might be um, Moon Dragon, potentially Gore the God Butcher. Um, I'm going to annoy one very specific person, but MCP has been calling for something very specific for a very long time. Uh-oh. There is something that has been woefully needed in Marvel Crisis Protocol that has been just, at the, everyone, everyone wants it, everyone needs it, except for one person, and that is another Cassandra Nova. <gasps> a second Cassandra, like when she's on the Marauders right now mm-hmm. in X-Men? So I, I think very realistically, we've locked in Black Swan. That's, that's a whoop that's that's caught in but that one on the left a lot of people think moon knight or i'm sorry <laughs> moon dragon <laughs> um but i i I'm, I'm calling for a a variant cassandra nova shout out to mitch uh i i think we're pretty much i'm i'm locked in on that too uh i will say variant cassandra nova if it is moon dragon i'm gonna really upset if she's not a bearer of the mind gem she probably won't be because Drax can't take the power gem, even though he wore that on his forehead for years in the Infinity Watch comic in the 90s. Moondragon had the mind gem all the time to, to amplify her psychic powers. Mm-hmm. If she can't take the mind gem, I'm going to lose my mind a little bit. Yeah. Because I just so much of the stuff is based off the comics and then like specifically the gems don't seem to be. But. It's not totally based off the movies either. No. Because why does how why can Corvus and and Ebony Maw take stuff? They never had them in the movies. I don't know enough about them in the comics to know. So like I hope it, it's been what two and two years since we had a mind uh, gem bearer release. Mm-hmm. So I'd really like to see her be a gem bearer of at least mind. So I do know that I, I've already made some outlandish statements. There's something what we, we do. There's something we, we talked about a while ago uh, when I believe they came out with some of the promo cards for one of the organized play kits. I can't. Uh, the, the Infinity uh, League. 
Infinity War League? Yes. I think one of these characters in this particular set might herald something we talked about way back when and could have been something that we called super early. Oh, I, I definitely don't remember. It could be the Infinity Watch. I, I would love to see that. There's been a, 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 I would love to see Adam Warlock as the affiliation leader there. I think Adam Warlock is super cool. Yeah. Uh, he, he's going to be in Guardians 3, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, again, not that MC, MCP really ever follows the MCU, but maybe there will, like you said, maybe they'll start to a little bit. Well, the thing is, too, is that uh, model on the left, granted, another super wild card, maybe is, uh, maybe it's Emma Frost. I did see some people suggesting it could be Emma and somebody else. But here's I don't the thing. think so. We already have a lot of members. Uh, in fact, the majority of them out of Doctor Strange's and um, Loki's version of the Infinity Watch. So in Doctor Strange's version, we have Doctor Strange, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, and Star-Lord. We're only missing Adam Warlock and Turk, <laughs> and Turk Barrett. Barrett. <laughs> Mr. Fear. Yeah, I love Turk Bear. I love his inclusion in the Netflix shows. Yeah, uh, he pops up all the time. Yes, I love him. He's a huge Hell's Kitchen uh, guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm super glad that they they threw him in there. I definitely want to see Adam Warlock in this game, though. And the then five or six threat, maybe our first seven threat, right? Oh, and he could have some kind of Magnus or Magus. I always forget which it is, because him and Warlock from New Mutants, yeah. the Phalanx guy, he has an altered like his dad or whatever is. Magus or Magnus, and I always get them mixed up with who's which. Oh, super fair. And they both have Warlock in their name. It's so weird. <laughs> which is his alternate Magus? I think it is. Could be. The purple version of him, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Adam Warlock. He could have a ridiculously cool ultimate encounter where he's not Adam Warlock, but Magus. Like, yes. So I, I think the cool thing, and now if we're talking about Black Swan, that's another... Um, potential black order leader they could pull oh, really pull in somewhat weak as far as uh, as far as comics and stuff go but possible okay um Not I, impossible i i think that she would be a three or a four and if they made a three threat affiliation leader for black order that would really open them up that would be amazing right so you've read a lot of stuff with these characters in it right mm -hmm. what does black swan do like what are her powers besides shooting lightning that i saw in some pictures that's a great question because in most of the comics i read she was like in a prison in wakanda oh. but she has <laughs> uh optic blasts superhuman oh, yeah. strength she's got some telepathy telepathy uh flight force fields um and she's like insanely smart so we're thinking energy attacks mystic attacks throw Mm -hmm. Do you think she'd be invulnerable? No, I don't. Okay, she's not like super durable. No, because she was usually kind of in the back getting some stuff done. And she was also like usually playing some other type of game as well. Okay. So like stuff was going on and she was secretly working with some other people. She was working kind of a little bit with the Illuminati and a little bit with the heroes and a little bit with the Black Order. Do you think she could fit into other affiliations then? Like definitely Black Order, obviously. Yeah, so that's Do you the think thing. she could be like Avengers or something? I don't know about Avengers. I was almost thinking Guardians or okay. Asgard. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. She worked uh, a little bit with Hela. Okay, cool. Might be a stretch, but I don't. I, I, I not as much of a stretch as I think uh, um, Angela was. Right. So I, I think but even Hella being part of Asgard is kind of strange because yes. she wouldn't normally. She doesn't team up with Thor, which is something I love about this game. That would be cool. Um, I mean, Blackwater could use any kind of crossover. For real. Having five characters that are only in their affiliation mm -hmm. is I know they're still really popular at events, but that it's still super limiting for them. I think Moon Dragon, definitely uh Guardians. Yeah. I think she fits it. Like, since we don't have like Infinity Watch, I think Guardians makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough if she would also be Black Order or not. Like she Moon had Dragon to deal with is, Thanos and Korvac. 
So like okay. Moon Dragon worked with both in the past. Okay, so she could be Black Order she as could, well. Absolutely. So that's that's why I'm heavily thinking that we might see some new Black Order stuff here because both of them could really kind of fit in that. Very cool. I mean, if they, I, I would love to see both of them in Black Order just to yeah. give them more options, to have seven characters, and then they can be like, suck it, Wakanda, we, you have the least now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, well, and, and that would just be rad as hell, because that's one of the, the the few affiliations where people really thought like, well, they're not going to be adding any more to Black Order. That's done. You know what I mean? Consider that that set. So that's, that's flipped. That's chucked. That's um, double chucked. Because there's not a whole lot of things you could add to Black Order. Mm. These characters are in fact two that you could in fact add to Black Order. Well, still, I, it still blows my mind that Gamora and Nebula aren't part of Black Order. Yeah. Especially Nebula. Yeah. Like, they are like they have a card that's the Daughters of Thanos. Why can't they be on his team? It drives me crazy. So please, with this release, AMG, because we know that you listen to this show, <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect opportunity to revamp that affiliation list and add Moondragon. We got Moondragon and Black Swan confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then add Nebula and Gamora. You have nine characters now. That's a a totally, I think that's more than S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. That's a legitimate, yep. not that Black Order isn't a legitimate affiliation now, but you have options now. I mean. And a two threat mm-hmm. that they need real bad. Black Order was in the final round of the contest of champions. I mean, they are they are nothing but legitimate. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, they can be disgusting in the right hands because mm-hmm. they can just pump out so much damage even with few characters but giving them more options is just only good for the game i think so and here's here's another listen this is the wild speculation episode right so another affiliation we have coming out that i am calling right now illuminati yes we have black bolt we have black panther Panther, we have iron man we have dr strange we have everybody but namor and professor x and Oh, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. All right, so we're missing a few, but still. I think you could, because Black Swan worked a little bit with them as well. You could throw Black Swan in that particular group. Okay. You could throw I like that. Um, a new Iron Man in there. You know how much we've always wanted one of those. Uh, people really do want another, like, regular Iron Man. Yeah, we need an Iron Legion. You know what I mean? That, that, and that's, that's the ins- incredible, incredible, incredible thing about having a Marvel licensed minis game like this, especially with a company like Atomic Mass Games, where, you know, they're going to be around for the long haul. And we can, in fact, get a lot of the super cool stuff. Um, and Iron Legion, multiple more Iron Men would be. Would be super cool. I actually really like that idea. Yeah. Iron Man uh, with one health that has the Infinity Gauntlet and he <laughs> dies on round two. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> but, but you can make a bunch of wishes first. I um, do. I often lament not having Iceman in the game yet. And we joke about like, oh, we're going to get this character before Iceman. I'd actually be pretty okay with multiple Iron Men before Iceman because yeah. there's so many things to draw from from Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just referring back to MCU stuff. Yeah. Which they do draw from for especially looks like Cap- or Captain, I must have Captain Mordo. Baron Mordo and Ancient One are 100% MCU look. Yeah. Not the comics at all. Yep. Which I'm fine with. I like those designs better anyway. But like just thinking of the different Iron, even Iron Man 3, his, you know, the house party. Yeah. All those the cool samurai looking Iron Man there. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many awesome looking stuff. How long do you think it'll be before we get the 1602 affiliation? Oh, I, it took me a second to realize what you were saying there. I right? would really like that. Right? I love the 1602 Peter Parker series. with no powers is just a two-threat dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doctor Strange's deputy? Doctor Strange was like the, uh, yeah, like the Sherlock Holmes. For him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love the, the scene where... Uh, he almost gets bit by a spider 17 times <laughs> throughout the first <laughs> 10 comics. I think he's going to get powers. <laughs> just, uh, Quicksilver delivering messages for magneto yeah and then someone's like how did you get here so fast and he's like i just ran really fast and like oh you're so funny and then he's like running back because mutants still have powers in that one man 1602 is solid if you haven't read that yet ah andy kubert oh neil gaiman is the writer yep which means it's gonna be great ravensguard hi just joining us in chat good to see you uh ravensguard i have a question for you and everyone here listening to the podcast or live listen guys we are doing a what if event at bearded dragon games may 28th it's memorial day weekend it's a saturday drive up here to 19 ford ave suite c only out of new york 13820 
sign up on Longshanks. The uh, link is down in the description. Come play with us. Come play with our models. You'll be using probably my models. Uh, just don't break them, please. <laughs> just just be gentle. But that'll be super cool. All the rules and stuff is up on the Facebook, facebook.com slash professional casual. Professional casual. So out of all the characters that we talked about, uh, most of which were in Black Order, and, and I think we we started to talk about this, but then got wildly distracted. Us distracted when it's just the two of us? You crazy. <laughs> what other affiliations do we think that some of these characters could be on? I think Black Swan could easily fit in both Guardians or Cabal. And I think that's a really neat piece for both of them. I like that idea a lot. Moon Dragon, uh, I think you said Defenders, right? No, Guardian. Guardian. Because she's Drax's daughter, so it makes sense that she'd be on the same affiliation as Drax. Oh, like, I don't know if yeah. she's ever been a Guardian. I'm pretty sure she has been that. I think about it for half a second. Yeah. Um. So I think that is a natural fit for her. Mm. Um. What about this, yeah. the new variant, Cassandra Nova? Well, X-Men, because she's on the Marauders. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is on the Marauders currently? Currently, uh, Kate Pride is the leader still. They just um, mixed it up after um, the Inferno event. Yeah. Um, there was a, a big shakeup in the X-Men line. Um, Bishop is still there. Uh, I think her name is Tempo. A character I don't really yes. know. She wears all gold. Mm -hmm. um, she's got time powers. Uh, I, th I think Pyro's still on the team. Temp Forge, I believe, joined. Tempo was on the team that uh, Emma Frost, Magneto, and Cyclops uh, gathered with gold balls. Initially, when they were first going around trying to find new mutants as they were first flipping up, Tempo was one of those ones. Oh, she had I don't no think control it's Tempo powers then. at the time. No, it was very, like, at that point, very small time distortion. And I believe it's grown since then, but that that sounds exactly on point. Yeah, uh, I think there might be a different name that I'm thinking of then. Gotcha. Because Tempo was one of the five. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's gold. She's ball. not. That's not the same person on Marauders right now. Oh, the the person she wears like all gold, and she has get looks like there's like a gear on her head. Oh yeah, that's not this person. Maybe it's Tempest. I don't. I can't remember. I've oh. never heard of her before. Does she shoot ice and... Oh, no, she has time powers. I think she has time powers, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I think there might be somebody else, but uh, Iceman's not on the team anymore, so I don't read that book now. <laughs> your, your comic, 100%. Your comic uh, reading uh, is very much like Chuck and whether he listens to podcasts or not. <laughs> only if Iceman's in or only if Chuck is on it. I mean, not only, but the only reason I was reading Marauders is because Iceman was on the team and he yeah. was probably in a quarter of the issues Mm -hmm. For three panels an issue, uh, really frustrating. But the end of the first volume of Marauders, he yeah. like left the team because he was like, "I want to go test myself." I yeah. was part of the terraforming of Mars into Araco to the for the mutants' own planet. He's like, "I don't give myself enough credit. I'm way better than I think I am." And then he beat up Fin Fang Foom by himself, and then he was fighting Frost Trolls. One of my favorite moments with him where he's just beating the snot out of Frost Trolls as this giant version of Iceman. And he goes, send me the ones that fight Thor. And one of them goes, we are the ones that fight Thor. Please stop hitting us. <laughs> so I really hope he gets like a mini series to, yeah. to delve into that where he's like trying to push himself and figure out like he's an Omega level mutant, but he's never cared about that. He's never really pushed his powers. Right. Like other people have like Emma Frost did when she took over his body one time mm -hmm. and she's like, wow, you are terrifyingly powerful. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So I'd really like to see that, but I haven't seen any solicits about it. Anything with that. Like what is Iceman doing during this time? Like he's literally one of the most powerful beings on the planet. And he's finally realizing that I want right. to see that story. So, and, and at the same level, of of fan appreciation as Iceman, uh, we're gonna move over to Pip the Troll. I love Pip the Troll, who is also uh, on Adam Warlock's uh, Infinity Watch. Yes, and we've seen him in the extra credit scene from uh, Eternals. Oh yeah, he was with um, Starbeak or whatever his name is. Star Fox. Oh, I was so close. <laughs> Pip the Troll almost acting like his Slippy. <laughs> yes, I knew it was Star something. Yeah, I don't know why. Our Star Fox is Thanos' brother, bro. Right, they, the family resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, you can. 
You can tell. Um, but that uh, version of the Infinity Watch also had Thanos, which we already have, and Gamora, and Drax. We get a you know little Adam Warlock. We're pretty much locked in on this Moon Dragon. You know, then we're only mixing Pip the Troll and Maxim. And Maxim, that nobody knows about. Well, he was the, he was love, a very short lived character. I love how his membership in the Wikipedia article too just says <laughs> ah, he had a time gem. Second Guardian of the time gem. Everybody else has multiple sentences. Uh, there's not, <laughs> there's really not a lot there at all. <laughs> Wait, because he's he dead or something? Is that yeah, he not? Adam Warlock uh, murked him. That makes sense. Yeah, he he looks pretty lame anyway. But uh, I, I I would love an Infinity Watch yeah. affiliation. We can see there's a it could be a pretty large affiliation with just a few additions to the game that would all be great. Adam Warlock would be so cool. He's got so many weird powers. I think they could do really cool stuff with him in the rule set and give us our first seven threat. Just because why not? Yeah, I mean we do have a seven threat already, and it's uh, Thanos with one gem. <laughs> No, that's six plus one. We've established that very well on this show. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now let's switch over to something completely different, which is wild speculation about an event that we're running. The what if event. more different wild speculation, more different speculation. So once again, we're running the what if event from Adepticon 2022 at Bearded Dragon Games in upstate New York, 19 Ford Ave, Suite C, Oneonta, New York, 1382. Zero. May 28th, Memorial Day weekend. Sign up on Longshanks. Link is in the description. But we saw some super cool things at Adepticon people were running. Yeah. We saw some awesome Brotherhood stuff. We saw an incredibly uh, interesting Wakanda list. Just to get some of the, the main bangers out of the way, the ones that are like absolutely like, yes. If you get Blade, you can Siege of Darkness on any character. Just to run down this very quickly. In the what if event, it is a snake draft. We will have every character that is currently released on the roster. Yeah, that includes, we got everybody. Uh, the Shadow or the Shadowlands Daredevil stuff and Electra. It includes Nick Fury. Um, all of the uh, Midnight Suns and Nick Fury. It'll all be there. That Do is we have all a Dormammu draftable. painted between we, the three of us? Yeah. You have a Dormammu painted? Yeah. Okay. You, you've played against it. No, I haven't. You didn't play in either of the Dormammu organized play things? Yeah, but he couldn't be used in that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> specifically. Never mind. Uh, oh, that's right. But we did the ultimate encounter. I forgot. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we have Dormammu. I have a Dormammu. So I, I'm super stoked. I, and I really like Dormammu just kind of in general. But uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, that'll all be there. And so there's a few of these things that weren't available at Adepticon just because uh, they had either just been released or are, are releasing now. Um, so we'll get to see kind of an update to that particular format. So there will be a draft. It'll be up to 12 players. You'll go snake draft rules, fantasy football style, picking a character down the line. Everyone picks one. When you get to player eight, that person picks twice. And then you go reverse down the line. Player 12. Player 12. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, back and forth. Um, the person at the start and the end, outside of the first pick, being able to pick two before the turn order reverses. Mm. The affiliation leaders that you choose after the draft... You can choose who will be your affiliation leader. Regardless of who is on your roster, everyone counts as being part of that affiliation leader's affiliation. So cool. So you can have Hulk counting as a member of the Midnight Suns, being able to Siege of Darkness. <laughs> Just Hulk bumping in the night anyway. Is awesome. Dormammu bumping the night. <laughs> no. Siege of Darkness. No. Ciao. Um, you bring your own tactics cards, you bring your own crisis cards and, and movement tools and dice and, and all that good stuff. But we will supply the models. Okay. That said, the huge part of this is that there are no affiliation roster rules outside of having the leader on your squad. Mm. Who do you bring? Who's baller? And what are the super unique circumstances that you've never been able to play before outside of a format like this that you are super excited potentially to see? To get the big ones out of the way first, we saw at Adepticon someone run a Wakanda list that had Rocket and Groot so they could Wakanda forever and Deadly Duo. <laughs> yeah, so many shots. Awesome. Uh, same thing with Siege of Darkness. Things that give people extra uh, attacks. Uh, Wakanda forever with Thanos or, I mean, even Lizard or Craven or any of these things would mm -hmm. be awesome. And you can do that. What are the cool things that don't revolve specifically around Wakanda forever or... Siege of Darkness that you have. 
Uh, I'm going to bring up one that Taylor was just suggesting in the group chat earlier yes. today. He loves the idea of Green Goblin, because he loves Spider-Foes, he loves Green Goblin, in A-Force mm. to special delivery She-Hulk. Yes. And then you improve that idea by <laughs> saying, oh, Green Goblin has hit and run. Yeah. So he can attack, inflict incinerate, move, bring She-Hulk with him. Drop her off. And she punches. Break. And then he attacks again. Yes. Whatever might be left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> gross. It is. So gross. So cool. <laughs> um, so here's one I thought of. This is a super underutilized card as far as I'm aware. Terra Genesis. Okay. So what this card does is any in, uh, in humans character can use it. This is kind of like the counters or the, the reposts or... Um, traps where you roll four dice and it is the 50% chance one it's on crits wilds and hits you mm -hmm. deal a damage if it dazes or KOs a character you get two victory points wow the only thing is you have to do it against an enemy character holding a civilian token it is so it, it is a little niche in that it has to be a civilian token but the fact that it's like it is now just extracts though everyone on your potential team and and um and humans <laughs> doesn't necessarily suffer but is one of those affiliations that has actually an insanely useful affiliation ability so if you do draft that black bolt which i don't think is going to be one of the first few picks i think no. you can be pretty safe and being able to pull black bolts if you really wanted to uh to be able to have something like that in atelian rising being able to give any injured member on your team uh, a power for every injured member that's on your team um i'm sorry not every injured member but everyone on your yeah uh squad power equal to the amount of injured characters Especially that that round three, that round four, when stuff looks dire, being able to just whoop, everyone's full. Whoop. Yeah, having this one in inhuman, like it is an inhuman card, obviously, but yeah. having to be able to power up whoever you want to get this card off because it does cost three power. It's not cheap, mm -hmm. but I mean, you can do that in a couple. You know, you, you can move power around all the time. Just a couple activations, somebody can have three yeah. power. You're good to go. Yeah. Um. So this is one I completely, hundred percent, completely forgotten this card existed. That's really cool. Two VPs? Two victory points. Mm -hmm. So you get somebody down to one or two, pop this card off, take them out, score yeah. two VPs, win the game, Bob's. I mean, very specifically for you, Dan, <laughs> like, as far, like, if you were facing me, that'd be a guaranteed, like, banger. You always get my characters just one left. That's true, but those kind of cards, I never roll any successes. Like, well-laid plans, useless. Worst card. Hate it. <laughs> I can roll it against four characters and do one damage across, and it's on the person that's not holding an objective. They're yeah. on an objective. Yep. Uh, no, I love that idea. I, uh, I completely forgot about that one. That is dope. Throwlash in the chat bringing up a great point, too, is in this particular type of format. Guess what? Doomed prophecies on everyone again. As it's long back, as you get baby. <laughs> so, well, and, and very specifically with Asgard, with Brotherhood, with uh, Black Order, being able to get that Thanos early. Um, oh, and you also get one gem, I believe, and you can put it on anyone and it's fine. Everyone gets one right. gem. Um, That's They're not part of the draft. Correct. Uh, being able to uh, asteroid M, to be mothershipping yes. and as, um, um, rainbow bridging. Yeah. Anyone that Tons you want. Tons of movement. Awesome. I really like the idea of She-Hulk in Web Warriors as well. Yeah. All webbed up or even Amazing Spider-Man just putting slow everywhere and then She-Hulk just staggering people left and right. You know, I didn't think about that. Loki would be great there, too, with Ice Beam slowing everybody. Ice Beam! <laughs> I have to. It's a reflex. Um, or, <laughs> I mean, even Loki with Mind Gem. You're not going to have any other uh, gem bearers on a uh, Hell's Kitchen slash spider people list. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, I, there's so many crazy combinations. I love this format. Um Yes. It was um, Hank and Tisdale mm -hmm. created this for Adepticon, right? I think so. And probably Tim Simpson as well. I think Tim uh, was always involved. Shout yeah. Mr. Simpson. Um, so I, I just think it really opens things up for, for wacky stuff. Like if you're going in this with like a competitive mindset, th please throw that out the window because, <laughs> you know, you, the usual tricks aren't going to work because things are just wild. Well, then you have no idea what you're going to be up against either. No. Uh, one of the things that we talked about when uh, Brendan Franz was on here as well was potentially mix and matching this with a team tournament where you do maybe one, maybe a couple different pods of what if drafts 
and then you're teamed up with a random other member. Oh my God, uh, yes. What right? if team ups? So I think everybody assume- has to have Spider Man though, because it's Spider Man team up. <laughs> It could be a Deadpool team up. Um, Everybody says Spider-Man or Deadpool. But I think that would be so fun. Yeah. Just wild card every round. Just absolute wackiness. Uh, the other super cool thing about this particular event that we're running is we have a bunch of the promo cards from Adepticon. Yeah. We'll be giving those away as prizes. Super rare. So really it, listen, if you can cool be there, stuff. sign up. Was that May 28th? May 28th. The old 28. That's how old I am. Liar. I am lying. Stars and Stripes. Final Justice. I think there was something else about the event I was going to. Shield Slash. Talk about. No, I can't remember. What's Cable's? Plasma Beam? Plasma Gun or something? His uh, builder? No, in <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom 2, what was his attack? You can spam, and he says something oh, fun. Oh, no, he doesn't say anything. Oh, he just shows, it he was just, just a, busts out a giant gun. Yeah, it was the plasma thing. Or he would, like, turn around and backstroke a pistol at you. Sorry, microphone. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to talk about Criminal Syndicate for What If, taking Kingpin yeah. or Shadowlands Daredevil. Being able and to having go, yeah, Shadow Organization or my new favorite, No Mercy. When an allied character would daze an enemy character, the allied character may play this card and just gain three power mm-hmm. on anybody. Yep. Uh, so yep. those that are typically power starved, um, what are some examples of power star? Well, Electra. Yep. I mean, she's already part of Criminal Syndicate, so it's not as good of an example. But who's another typically seen as power starved character that could really benefit from just boom, three power? Uh, Enchantress. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Oh, Enchantress is a good one. Uh, I feel like Jean, she gains an extra power yeah. in the power phase, but it's still often kind of power starved. Yeah, Jean or Cassandra Nova. Wolverine would yep. really benefit from that to be able to do his cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, could you imagine that on X23? Yeah. Like she like her stuff is already relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Um I like this with a lot of characters. Just I mean, just gaining three. You're gonna be dazing characters at some point in the game. Just boom, three char- three power for for a taxes card so good well and something i'm surprised we didn't see a little bit more of granted only one person could have potentially have done it and they may have uh is doing uh x-men x-men gold with storm being able to provide cover and having access to all those great tactics cards like first class uh, first class is being so able good. to wipe um status effects from everyone on the team and get them power if they do yeah uh there's a lot of really good x-men tactics cards so being able to put that on a on a whole bunch of other characters especially power starved characters would be choice i want to see juggernaut in criminal syndicate for cruel tutelage where he pays one power the next attack made by this character this turn adds three dice to the attack roll Mm. Let's say he's already moved as well. With my so he's adding formula, so six. He's adding beams with this. <laughs> and then if the attack roll contains one or more skulls, he gets staggered. But he can just get rid of that. Yeah. The superpower. Oh, you don't want to. That's gross. Oh, I want to do that. Now. That's so disgusting. <laughs> this. <laughs> he moves. So he gets plus six dice with this card. <laughs> well, his builder is like 11 dice now. Yeah. His builder's five, right? Yep. Five plus what? Two for the movement plus three for that. Is it? Oh, I thought no. it was three for the movement. Maybe two power for the, for the movement. Three dice. Yes, and then throwing smash there too to get some size three terrain. Why not? Attacks. Why not? You're gonna break it. Yeah, his builder strength five. Oh, that's so gross. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I love like vision on Cabal, a uh, red skull Cabal. You shut your mouth. Yeah. With his beam. Yeah. Getting one so automatically. Much power. And he doesn't need the power anyway. And getting two his, automatically. His throw's so cheap, he doesn't need the power. That's super true. <laughs> so I think it'd be finding tactics cards and stuff that you can use with vision because he's just going to be full on power after a single attack every single time. Oh, he's maxed out again. What's ah. he going to do? Ah, shot. What does he have to spend power on? His throw? And uh, phase shift. Phase, rapid phase, which only works when he's attacked anyway. And synthesis. And then his builder, his spender is really good. The character doesn't add crit results to the defense roll. Mm -hmm. And doesn't roll additional dice. Yeah, that's one that's just, it's only strength seven for a four threat spender, but it's really more than that with not adding crits and crits don't count. That's so gross. Yep. So yeah, maxing, yeah, for him to be able to like, energy beam calculate trajectory and synthesoid avenger yeah like every round practically in in cabal 
why don't we do that more often? Right. We don't even need what if for that. No. <laughs> it's just gross. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, as far as other tactics cards, there's just there's so much cool stuff out there and, and stuff gets added all the time. That's why I'm just absolutely stoked for for an event like this, because it is ever changing as new stuff comes out. It really changes the dynamic. It changes the combinations that you can have with all of the other hundred plus models in this game. It's just there's a lot of choice. <sighs> oh, I really like. Um, who was it? Uh, Modak in Avengers for Avengers Assembled. Yeah. because he really suffers from being slow yes he does so being able to get an extra movement and yeah. he generates power pretty easily mm -hmm. I, I think all the stuff with uh x-force too being able to draft that cable and being able to use like cat oh, mouse cat and mouse. and pretty a lot sneaky of x-force pretty sneaky sis i love that card a dirty work um that, that's a good one a lot of cool stuff you could do with that yeah let's move modok up in x-force with cat and mouse <laughs> I'm already in range. This short move on him is ugh. well in Guardians, also uh Star Lord, super cheap um leader. What's the uh, uh lovable misfits? Lovable misfits. You, is that the one you roll and then get a different thing for every character? Mm -hmm. Everyone that one's counting is so that. good. Yeah. Well, and granted, we did see in uh, one of the final rounds of one of the tournaments, uh Omnis Protocol and one of the gentlemen and Nate Horn from um Oh, I'm drawing a huge blank here. Uh, Alfredo's Taco Truck. Oh, yeah. Uh, had a game that was Guardian versus X-Men, and he used lovable misfits, and it backfired hard. I think he rolled two out of four or five. Uh, I stunned oh, him. Yeah, he stunned him. him own characters more than he did damage with that. Yep. Or anything else. Uh, also, Crew of the Milano is a disgust. I mean, yes. the only two Guardian-specific cards in there, both fantastic. Yep. Crew of the Milano. I remember I used that once against you, and it basically won me the game, mm -hmm. where they just, they only paid one. wiped out a whole one. bunch of staggers. Like, I yeah. was like, oh, I stagger you. I'm going to hail the king here and Black Cat over here. And you were like, ah, oh, Crew of the Milano. I was like, I forgot that card existed. <laughs> Again, because it gets rid of all status conditions, and they can't get any more status conditions the yeah. whole round. And no matter what, it'll affect your entire affiliation star lord is like a sleeper leader with this card it's so good mm -hmm. like busted good yeah but it's it's okay because it's an affiliation specific card well then we'll be busted in what if if we see it but nick fury being on the table now or um shadowlands daredevil being able to use the new affiliation abilities or there's a bunch of new interactions there that we you we literally haven't been able to see before because we haven't seen this event run with them who knows um who knows maybe we'll have moon dragon and black swan by then or our second Cassandra Nova could be out and painted and on the field for the what if event by that yeah. point too. You never know. I mean, they the the whole we've had this real dearth of any information about what's coming next to the point where people in the Facebook groups were like, "Is this game dead?" I'm like, "It's been like a month and a half since we had something. Calm down." Yeah. No, the Quinjet hasn't even come out yet. We know there are things coming. Mm -hmm. Just calm down. Yeah. And with the the part I, I'm. I believe on streams, Dallas and or Schick have said that they are doing this on purpose. So their releases are much closer to the time after they give the reveal. So we don't have this Three time where of, yeah. they announced this. Oh, sorry. There was a delay. These aren't coming out for a while now mm -hmm. where they're much closer to release time. So it's like we got these pictures. They might be the May release. Right. Very realistically. Yep. Which would certainly be in time for the event because releases are almost always the second Friday of the month in the U.S. at least. Yep. So, well, yeah, we could have Moon Dragon and Black Swan, if that's who they are, for the tournament. Cassandra Nova and Black Swan. Um, <laughs> for the what-if event. Correct. Uh, and honestly, I, I kind of prefer that a little bit better. Give the new model some time to breathe. You know what I mean? Especially with new affiliation leaders and stuff like that, where we have two new affiliation yeah. leaders, a brand new affiliation as a whole. Big, big changes there. Yeah, let's shake up the meta. Let them uh, let them have their time to shine. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Nick is going to be at What If. Are he you? has registered on Longshanks, yeah. He has registered on Longshanks. Whoop, whoop. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to see, have these for the event. That would be crazy awesome if they're going like that, like we're going to reveal it. They're coming out the next month. I love that idea. I don't mind knowing about things a little further down the line. Like I'm sure many Stravaganza will hear about things coming out in the next, you know, few months. Mm -hmm. 
I would imagine, but I'm really glad that we got something before mini extravaganza because a lot of people online have been saying, oh, you know, just there's mini extravaganzas coming up in June. They're probably just holding off announcements until then. I was like, I hope it's not another two months before we hear anything. I don't, but, I don't, I don't think it will be. I think we'll get stuff in between now and then. It's, well, yeah. I think we'll get another organized play kit or something probably too. Well, there, I, I believe there's a uh, Sentinels one announced. Yeah. Or like quietly announced that we've seen on like, um, order forms and things like that so yeah i'm pretty sure we'll get that relatively soon which sounds awesome I, any i love organized play kits i love ultimate encounters any way to play the game differently mm-hmm. is 100 percent what i want to see for this game because the the core of it can be used for all kinds it doesn't have to be like a dog fight every time right um here's one i'd really like to see i saw you bring it up on the screen for a second i don't like it yeah and it's uh the iron bound books of shumo Gorath. so right. i and we actually probably should figure this out exactly how the convocation would work in this particular event uh because there's not a singular affiliation leader but i mean i think it will work as normal if you have somebody on convocation and yeah. you have that card in your your ross because you're still going to bring a roster of tactics cards yep yeah so i, I that works for me personally well i guess you build a roster of tactics cards how did it work at Adepticon? You you had all your did you have all your Texas cards and you just built a squad? You built your five cards based on who you picked? No, you built a roster uh based off of what you had there. But so you I couldn't guess, change up your squad from game to game. Like once you set your squad from the roster that so you drafted. So squad is what you play in a game. Yes. Roster is what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So once your roster set with your 10 Texas cards, then it's set. Yes. But once you choose a squad for a game, they had to play that same squad throughout the whole thing. No. Didn't they? Oh, no. Just your feel. Once you picked your leader, you had to have the same leader throughout. Correct. That's what. Okay. So I got it now. I got it. So I only talked about that event for a whole day. And you know what? We'll, we'll call it right here because the convocation wasn't uh, in play for the what if event Adepticon. And we'll call True. it right here. It's official. This is going to be canon. Get you ready for your big Chuck cannon. Oh. Um, I want to hear the cannon. Um, Boom. if you have any affiliation, if you have any convocation member and you do in fact choose to go convocation, you do have to have that character as your leader for the entire event. But it could be anyone. It could even be a boat as long as they're on the uh, convocation affiliation list. Super cool. That's rather generous of you. I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, so uh, Nick Gardner said it right there. Once you just need a single convocation character. Yeah, so listen, you just, you you snab that Dr. Voodoo. Listen, you got an affiliation leader, my friend. So you can take magic. I could take magic. Oh, man. I might actually want to play in this now. I, mean, I, I do really <laughs> want to play in this, but. You could play and commentate at the same time, right? Play you used and to commentate do that in gym and, in middle school. NTL. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, hate to see it, check. But Ironbound books of Shumagorath on a convocation affiliation with characters, maybe like, maybe like Juggernaut, maybe like Cable, maybe like Magneto, Man. being able to use their six mystic defense as physical for the entire round. And if someone gets yoinked just off the table, guess what? That bad boy's back. You're bringing her back. So I don't, ugh, that yeah, card is awesome. such a pain. And only two power. And it's an allied character. It's not even like that character. It's your whole dumb squad. It's the whole squad. Uh, and yeah. only one person is spending for it. Uh, and it comes back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's one of those cards that I hate. I love to hate when it's used against me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so so Nick Gardner asks, what are the gentleman agreements between pairs of characters? Can I be the guy who sees you pick Rocket and I take Groot? Yeah, you could. If you want to waste, if you want to spite draft a Groot after someone picks Rocket, listen, good on you. You can do it. In the What If event at Adepticon, we did see Corvus and Proxima get picked together. We also saw Rocket and Groot pick, get picked together. You know what I mean? We didn't. I don't think anyone drafted Crossbones or Sin. No, but, neither. Know, no, one was, uh, no one was spite drafting them anyway. But yeah, you can. <laughs> no one's going to draft Sin. <laughs> you, you never know. Uh, um, I mean, no. That would be a spite draft because she's not good. No. I'm going to spite draft Viper. I'd say, uh, you know, during the games, obviously, gentlemen's agreement to, to 
to to, to play in the typical M- MCP fashion where we're we're generous with yeah. you know just a friendly atmosphere, but that draft can be cutthroat. It can. But what is it? You got a minute. You got a minute, minute to win it. You're gonna have a shot clock. I'm gonna play air horns once your time runs up, and burr, 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 burr. if your time runs up, guess who you get? Crossbones. We're gonna have 17 crossbones there just to make sure. I have a crossbones. Yeah, I got a crossbones too. Chuck has four. <laughs> <laughs> he would. <laughs> oh, I uh, love it. Guys, that said, once again, Bearded Dragon Games online. Make sure to check them out. Make our local game store your local game store, professionalcasual.com. Find all of the radical podcasts that we do on this network. And it is a lot. Radical, radical, radical. It is, it is, it is many. We got actual plays for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. We got actual plays for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We got a couple one-shots of uh, actual plays that we did for the Avatar The Last Airbender game uh, by Magpie Games. Uh, We've done a handful of other stuff as well. More hot stuff coming down the pipe. I definitely want to take a look at the new Marvel Multiverse RPG. Yeah. Which looks pretty good. Absolutely. We have Elite Eight Showdown for the next couple days. (laughs) And... Uh, oh, yeah, the power phase on Monday, twitch.tv slash professional casual network, where Can't we live that. stream some uh, battle reports of uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Obviously, Thursday, right here. Wednesdays now, uh, we have one of our favorite people in this world, Taylor, Thrillash mm-hmm. Gaming himself, mm-hmm. streaming on our own Twitch. Tech to Cool Taylor, Tech as Briscoe cool. dubbed him on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Uh, streaming some uh, terrain painting, model assembly, terrain building, uh, just doing hobby stuff. Uh, if you are into our vibe here, uh, that is absolutely a stream to check out. That's going to be every Wednesday, I believe, uh, 6 to 8 probably. Um, but we'll update the Facebook and stuff uh, if that changes. So go give us a follow there. You t- yeah, definitely follow the socials. We have a, a weekly like rundown of what's coming yeah. out every week that goes up Monday morning. I think I've set it to like midnight. So it's, it's yeah. there Monday. Uh, that tells you every day what's coming out that week. Yeah. So you don't miss anything. Yeah. So absolutely. there's a Guys, lot to not miss. We're going to be at ACO this year as well. If you are on the fence there, come and meet us, hang out, uh, check out the stream that we'll be doing on Twitch uh, for the Atlantic city open. Yeah. Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. That is also mini extravaganza weekend. Living the con life. So we are going to be swapping over whenever they're dropping fresh facts. Oh, we'll just be, we'll be blasting it out we'll during be. that. So you don't have to worry about watching mini extravaganza. Just watch us to get what's happening in mini extravaganza. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, uh, you I know, just. when mini extravaganza uh, has a lull or is, is, is offline or taking a break. Just back and forth. Pop right back over to us. Just get two Twitch accounts. Open up one in each window. And uh, <laughs> Don't be tag- like Mitch. Put one on your TV, one on your computer, one on your phone. Shout out to Mitch. <laughs> Got our average viewer count on Twitch up by 30 just for making sure his Samsung fridge and all of his phones <laughs> and his Roku was all set to our Twitch. Good on him. Pretty sure his coffee maker had it going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> And his Teddy Ruxpin from 1980. I don't know how he got that. How, how he got Twitch on no, that. No, I man terrifying. I don't know. I don't like those. <laughs> it was just us screaming about Marvel Crisis Protocol with that just dead bear mouth. <laughs> 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 mm, I don't know. I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> All right. all right i'm done i'm out all right guys thank you for infinity watching us tonight uh we really appreciate it we'll see you soon and uh once again i love you bye is that the new sign off i guess so